one. Are we live? We are almost live. All right. We're live, baby. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I am your host, none other than Jonathan Kogan. It's good to be with you today, tonight, wherever you are. It don't matter. We love you. So, got breaking news today. Wouldn't say bombshell, but would say breaking. A lot of things, actually. I was reached out to by an active duty, someone in the military. I don't even know if I want to say which, you know, which one they're in. Cause I don't want to like give anything away. I don't know who's listening to this because we know that the powers that be do not like us, but this person could be male, could be female. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. Could be binary, gender binary. Let's go with that one. Actually may not be true, but we're going to go with that one. Uh, reached out with uh, some interesting documents. First of all, incredible research on the dangers of the COVID vaccine, incredible research. And then also the medical and religious exemption guidelines, which will make your head spin in a bad way. It's not good. Basically, it doesn't matter if you're on your deathbed. You got to put that jab in your arm and move on, baby. I am really leaning towards that we are under attack. Is the CCP behind this? I'm sure they have a role in it. And... There's a few because a few episodes ago I I talked about the bombshell bombshell Steve who played uh who said that you know basically the vaccines were killing everyone on Fox News on national TV during Tucker Carlson which is absolutely legendary and um, after that I played a phone call that someone in the act in, that was active in the military had with Pfizer about the community vaccine and that you know did it follow the guidelines which are required for you to make a vaccine mandatory for active military, which means that it has to be FDA approved. And since we use the emergency youth author- authorization, it needs to be like made in America. And this was made in France and it broke the rules. What a shock. Wow. It's not like everything else in our life is being broken right now. Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's great. All the cities are safe. Everybody's happy. We're totally not in the fourth turning. You don't need to worry about that. So uh, we're going to get into that report. He specifically pointed out footnote no, I'm not even going to say that, but a footnote that he thinks was is not being discussed, which I'll get to. Also, we're going to get into China a while ago, declared they're you know going to shift to a wartime economy, okay? And it just so happens that recently they are saying that it is too hot to operate their factories. And if you didn't know, if you're in America, probably everywhere else in the world, but if you're in America, all of your shit comes from China, Okay. Now, is it too hot? We don't know. We're not conspiracy theorists on here. We follow the data. But it kind of seems like they might just be telling us that story. They've lied before. And that they are no longer going to be making little tchotchkes for the Americans. Instead, shifting to the wartime economy they promised that they were going to do. Which leads me to Walmart. Because Walmart is so cheap. Because they get most of their stuff from slave labor in, in, in China. We don't want to talk about that, but we talk about the truth on this podcast. And they just came out with a statement recently that they are going to they are going to uh, uh, crush or, or um, uh, stop inventory that are, quote, out of reach of budget conscious consumers. They're going to stop carrying items in the inventory that are out of reach of budget conscious consumers. And they are going to be reducing the selection. That's the word I was looking for. Selection. The selection of inventory. Get ready, folks. We're underway. We are in it right now. We are in it for the economic collapse being totally coordinated by the globalists and, you know, all the other powers that be that can't let go of their damn power, but that we are going to defeat the people, the ordinary folks that are undefeated. So Walmart is, uh, I don't know. They also said that they are, they are also, um, they're going to be buying less inventory. Walmart is decreasing the amount of inventory they're buying because that's based it on, based on projected demand of the consumers. Why is the demand of consumers all of a sudden going to go down? Why? Hmm. I don't know. Another great article out of natural news, great news source. That's Mike Adams. He does a phenomenal job. He does the real news like we do on the Jonathan Cogan show. And prediction that 10,000 people are dying a day by the COVID 
vaccines. And we will get into the data. And we're also going to get into something I've been asked a lot. Okay. I'm still on Twitter for the time being. Although, um, uh, what's uh, Tate? I always want to say uh, Brand Tate, but uh, Tate, who, who promotes masculinity and basically, you know, is exposing the globalists, all of a sudden was just boop, taken off of Instagram and Facebook today. No big deal. No big deal because they're getting ready for the second set of lockdowns, which you can look at in Australia. That's the beta there with the digital IDs, with the social credit scores, which also which already exists in China. And they're implementing that in Canada and they're implementing it in Australia where you live in a 250 foot uh, coffin apartment and you can only leave your house if you, you know, say nice things about the government and stupid shit like that. Um, this is crazy. We're in it. We're in it. We're in it because nobody wanted to wake up soon enough. So not blaming it on you, just saying we need to figure this out and come together and figure out this game plan, which is what I'm trying to do, projecting this truth over the airways into the ether, aka the internet, and I can connect dots with other truth tellers out there and we can form our network state on the internet and then start developing our own community without Bill Gates. We, my community, our community, will not run on Microsoft, okay? First of all, it sucks. Second of all, it ain't happening. And that's that, end of story. And then what I'm gonna get into first is I've been getting asked this a lot and why I said I'm still on Twitter is a lot of people have asked me, people who have gotten the vaccine that have realized that maybe that wasn't a good idea or, you know, it's, a, it's really interesting because you see people obsessed with nutrition labels. I always found this fascinating over the past couple of years. People grab something. I don't know if I can eat. Let me see the nutrition label. Oh my God. There's, you know, you know, one, 2% higher than saturated fat than I should have. And then I go, okay, well, you got the vaccine. Well, what were the ingredients in the vaccine? I don't know. Safe and effective. Well, wait a second. You are looking at every ingredient on this nutrition label every ingredient and you're saying you can't eat this because it has like red 94 or whatever that stuff is and it makes your dick shrink i don't know well you got two shots what were the ingredients in there forget the quantity of the ingredients just tell me what was in there i don't know save it effective that seems to be the mass formation psychosis and i find that very interesting but people are figuring out that they want to finally know the ingredients and that is being exposed mike adams is doing a great job we'll get into that a little bit but i'm gonna start off with a video from dr sorry if i butcher the name Dr. Suturate Bakati or Bhakti, Bhakti, who talks about what has been discovered by, I think it's 18 people that have recently died from all age groups, and they are looking at the organs of these people. And you're hearing a lot of things to call it blood, blood people are getting blood clots, and then they're dropping dead suddenly, and it's baffling doctors, just baffling. Okay. These are the same doctors that said, don't ask questions. Let's just put this in your arm. Okay. Those aren't the real doctors. The real doctors are like, okay, something's going on. We should do research because science is not Dr. Anthony Fauci. I know, controversial. When you were in school and you were in biology, they told you what is science and you circled C on your Scantron that said Dr. Anthony Fauci. Anyways, times have changed. Sorry. So he talks about the ingredients and what they found, which is this isn't cl blood clots. What's actually happening is there's these proteins that are almost like coming together and clotting as like elastic rubber bands, like material. It's not a blood clot and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger over time. And it's, and it, and it's, in, it's stopping the blood getting to either your heart, to your brain, wherever it might be. The blood can't get through because it keeps growing, 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 growing. And that's it. And that's happening. So let me just get to this video. Um, it's, it's like 15 minutes, but I, I might play it all. I might not. It's really, really good. And he talks about what they found by going through the organs of people that are dead from the age of 28 to all the way to like 92 and the similarities and what's growing inside of people. And also the ingredients we are finding out by reverse engineering these clots because they wouldn't tell us the ingredients. No, because Bill Gates loves the world so much that he doesn't want to tell you the ingredients because this vaccine will save your life, but he doesn't want you to have the ingredients so you can make it without him pocketing money. He's a saint. He's not. He's a piece of garbage. Let's get into this video with Dr. Sutra Bhakti. And uh, we will talk about it on the other side. Um, this is very interesting. 
It's um, it's pretty deep, and this will answer a lot of questions. Uh, many of the questions that I am getting on the internet right now. Um, and what it says is 15 deaths, 28 to 95 years, seven men, eight women, death seven days after the vaccine to six month post injection. Take a listen. It's very, very informative. I want to say, first of all, that we must not quibble about details. The facts are on the table and the facts have been presented by Anna Burkhardt a week ago and the facts are damning. All gene-based vaccines independent of manufacturers, produce the same result in the vaccinees. He has looked at 15. In the last four days, the number has been increased to 70 individuals who died after vaccination without any connection to vaccination being established by the authorities. So these were people who died at home, at work, in the car, doing their sports, etc., etc., etc. This is very, very important. They were, postmortems were performed because the relatives insisted on this and nothing was found. So the organs appeared normal. However, when Anna Burkhardt, professor of pathology, one of the most experienced professors in Germany, who is now pensioned by the way, like me, proceeded to look at these organs over the last six months, he has spent day after day looking at these organs. He discovered something that was so absolutely damning and Absolutely, you know, there's no question now anymore about what is going on. And the answer is in the organs of these people. In 90%, he found clear evidence for autoimmune self-attack by killer lymphocytes on the tissues. <coughs> the main ones being the heart, the heart, the lung, and after that, other tissues such as liver, etc., etc., etc. And this has been now posted on the website of the Doctors for COVID Ethics and is going viral around the world because these data are so damning that you don't have to start looking for other data to know that these vaccines are killing the young and the old. Are killing the young and the old. And they are killing our children. And so I don't know what we're talking about. Look at these pictures. Look at these bullets that are being shot into the people who are being vaccinated, the children who are, you know, we, we made this video and said, we're going to say, all right, children, stand up against the wall. This is a water pistol and you're going to be shot with this water pistol and it's not going to hurt. The water may get into your eyes, they may burn. Kati, the eyes may burn, but nothing will happen and you will protect it and you will protect your parents and grandparents, all this bullshit. So the children are set up against the wall and they shoot. These damn people are shooting and they're killing our children. I can't stand it. We have a four-year-old son and we're going to flee this damn country because we are not going to let himself be shot. Now, it is now known that autoimmune attack reactions leading, leading to self-destruction are being triggered by these vaccines. Now, what Anna Burkhardt found was that in 90%, 90% of the deceased aged 28, age 28 to 90, women and men, one to one, who were never thought to have been killed because of these vaccines, he found the same pathological findings in all of them. And this proves that the vaccine had killed them. Now, if the vaccine had killed 90% of these people by, uh, by causing self-destruction of the heart via autoimmune reactions, which were, we can't prove this, but the only common denominator was the vaccination with this damn gene-based vaccine that caused the production of this damn spike in the tissues. There is no other reason for them to have died. There is no other reason. Now, listen very carefully, all of you. Four of these 15 were only vaccinated once and they died. And what Anna Burkhardt found at the tunnel Anna Bogart is one of the most experienced pathologists in Europe. And when he says this is so, it is so. And he has pictures that are now documented and can never be destroyed. They are there for everyone in the world to see and view. When he says that killer lymphocytes have invaded the hearts and the lungs and sometimes other organs of these people, the question arises, why the hell do killer lymphocytes invade the organs and the only answer is that these organs are producing the
the targets that are seen by these killer lymphocytes. And that target is the viral protein. Because this is how immunology has worked since the beginning of mankind and is still working now. Now, you politicians and you authorities, look at these pictures. Look at these people who have died. These people who have been killed because of you. I can't stand it. How do we continue talking about this? The proof is there, laid out for the world. Now, let me tell you the next thing. It is completely clear that the majority of people who are being vaccinated, be it one or two times, after two times, of course, it gets worse. After three times, it gets worse and worse and worse because your immune system gets more and more aggressive. Now, the first thing has been that through the first injection, your blood vessels become leaky. They become leaky because those, the tapestry is being scratched and damaged, as we have been saying for one year now. Then the mRNA leaks into your organs and your heart muscles and your liver and your lung begin to produce these damn proteins. And then your killer lymphocytes, which everyone has, everyone has these killer lymphocytes, go in and destroy themselves. Destroy your heart, your lung, your liver, your blah, blah, blah. Why don't you stop? Why don't you force your politicians and your authorities to stop? Why? Why are we talking about it? Now, the last thing, and then I'm finished. Listen very carefully. This is what we've been saying for months now, pointing out that these damn vaccines, of course, get to the lymph nodes. Of course, those lymph node cells are going to start producing these damn spikes. And of course, those cells that dare to produce the spikes are going to be killed by the killer lymphocytes that we all have. What is going to happen? Question mark. Your lymphocytes and the cells that are responsible for immune control over your body are dying. They are dying. They are dying in those poor children that are being vaccinated. They are dying in those poor people, adults, from 20 to 90. What happens when these sentinel lymphocytes in your lymph nodes die? They are responsible for controlling, first, viruses that are in your body, like Epstein-Barr virus, in German, Epstein-Barr virus, in infectious mononucleosis, that if you can't control it, will explode. Okay, herpes virus, if you can't control it, explode, and you get your shingles. My God, is this so difficult to understand? Is it so difficult? But I will tell you something else. There are so many more damn dangerous infectious agents that are sleeping in the bodies of billions of people around the earth. The first is tuberculosis. Do you know that I also harbor the tuberculosis bacterium in my body, but I keep it under control by my lymphocytes in my lymph nodes? If I kill those lymphocytes because they are going to be killed by their brothers and sisters because they dare to express this damn protein, my protection against tuberculosis is going to break down. There's another disease called toxoplasmosis, which is abound around the world, especially the Mediterranean. And if toxoplasmosis breaks out, God help you. But God help you if tuberculosis breaks out. Tuberculosis once was the major killer of mankind. So months ago, we, the doctors of COVID ethics, wrote an essay, which you can look up, shots and shingles. What are they telling us? And we wrote in that essay that we feared that dormant infections with viruses and bacteria like tuberculosis would explode. Now, when they would explode. No one knows tuberculosis needs time to explode. These bacteria are very slow. So two days ago, I received a mail from my colleagues here in Germany. And they said, strange, we have seen a woman with symptoms in her abdomen that we could not explain. We have never seen anything like this. And we did not know what she had. She had fever, she had pain, and she was suffering, point. But after about two weeks, we did offensive diagnostics and we found out that she had tuberculosis reactivation in the whole of her abdomen. And she's fighting for her life right now as we talk to each other because tuberculosis is very difficult to treat, especially if they are multi-resistant, which many are. Now, I predict, we have predicted this, that because of this damn vaccination, there's going to be an upsurge of tuberculosis worldwide, especially in those countries where the tuberculosis bacterium has been lying dormant 
in the bodies of these people, and that is India, Africa, all of Asia, not, unfortunately, among the politicians of Europe who have been vaccinated, because they then would see what it takes to die of tuberculosis. Now, you know, I'm getting very emotional because my people, the Thais, are targeted. And the people of India, and I also come from India, are targeted. And I tell you, don't ask about whether it's short term or middle term or long term. Tuberculosis kills you on a long term basis, as, by the way, do tumors. And you all must know that there's an explosion of cancer and tumors now among the vaccinated, which no one understands. But it is the same principle. The lymphocytes in your body are responsible for keeping tumor cells under control. And these tumor cells arise every day, every hour in your body. And if you don't control them, you are going to be the target. So stop talking about incidents about death. Start looking for these effects. Start looking for viruses, herpes, EBV, CMV that kills children in mother's wombs, all right? Tuberculosis, toxoplasmosis, cancer. And I swear to you, you are going to find things that horrify you if you do not stop this vaccination madness. That's what I wanted to say today. Well, we're getting emotional too. And I want to add one more thing that I um, heard from a reliable source that SARS-CoV-2 um, actually has an HIV-1 protein on it. So a uh, source close to me who's very knowledgeable on this subject um, says, don't be surprised if there's, quote, an HIV comeback. And as we know, if you read the book, which is a, one of the most important books of our time, The Real Anthony Fauci, which, by the way, if you use someone else's name, if anything is false, you could file a defamation lawsuit and basically lose everything. But Robert Kennedy Jr., who wrote The Real Anthony Fauci, does not have one lawsuit from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Hmm. Interesting. Conspiracy. No. And as we know from that book, which really um, details the history of all this, is Fauci and Gates' real obsession and their first love, because they're such philanthropists, is HIV vaccines. This is how this mess all started, was HIV and AIDS vaccines. But they were never able to do it, and they've killed tons of people and created all these other sorts of autoimmune disease and stuff, obsessed. And they love vaccines. Bill Gates loves vaccines. He puts it in the Wall Street Journal how he turned $10 billion into $200 billion, but you guys already know that. Um, these sick people just brag in public. They don't hide it. And what's going on here is a very obvious Nazi eugenics play. And that's a really crazy thing to say. However, Klaus Schwab, who's part of this elite group that is, you know, all, why are you, think about it. Why are we even hearing from Klaus Schwab? Why is he speaking to the world like he's an elected leader? First of all, no one likes him. Second of all, why? Like, I didn't know who he was like two years ago. Now he's telling everybody to get a fucking needle in their arm. Okay, the guy is a Nazi. His dad is a Nazi. He was a Nazi. He is a Nazi. Okay, that there's no, it's not an affiliation. He is one. Okay, the history shows he is one. This isn't a, a theory. He's a Nazi. Nazis like eugenics. Nuremberg was created from this historical, horrible time where they were running experiments on people, which they now, under a lot of guidance from many leaders across the world, but Klaus Schwab definitely being one of them, doing it again today. This is why we need a Nuremberg too. This is why I did that episode a few, I don't know, podcasts ago. It's very important that we hold this, these people accountable. And yes, a lot of damage is done, but that doesn't mean you don't hold someone accountable. Like you have to, otherwise they're going to keep doing it forever until the last people on earth are Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates. And of course they can't have babies, although supposedly men can have babies nowadays. So maybe they'll figure it out, but probably not. They'll probably, you know, we, they'll probably bring back Jeffrey Epstein and they'll have a little pedo island party. Sickos. So a lot of people have been asking me about, you know, what, what's in these vaccines and, you know, what can I expect if I've gotten it? And that's what I'm trying to help you learn today, which is going to bring me into the next, um, the next piece here, uh, which is from Natural News. Mike Adams, I said, very reliable source. If you trust this podcast, you could trust him. 10,000 people a day being killed by COVID vaccines, worldwide fatalities likely larger than the Holocaust. Trust me, I know what words you're using, we are using here, and I'm very 
Trust me, I don't use words like this unless a lot of research has gone into this. And as you know, it's an apolitical podcast that cares about health and people thriving. That's it. COVID vaccines are currently killing an estimated 10,000 people a day worldwide with total fatalities in the 5 to 12 million range. These numbers, and again, everything's in the show notes. So you can, I encourage you to do your own research. Don't believe anything I say. Unlike the mainstream media and politicians who say you have to believe what I say and don't fact check me. Okay, who would probably be telling the truth? They're getting book deals. They're getting, you know, these interviews. They get to go and do whatever they want. And they're, they're, they're celebrities. And I'm being totally, you know, defamed and told I'm a horrible person. And, you know, like my life's really difficult. And so who's the one with the agenda? Like figure it out. Okay. These numbers come from rigorous analysis of mortality data, excess deaths, following the introduction of COVID vaccines in early 2021, because excess deaths are very difficult for governments to hide. These excess deaths are emerging as the smoking gun for overall vaccine deaths. Bombshell Steve, Steve Kirsch, estimates that one person is currently dead from vaccines for every 1,000 doses administered. In the United States, roughly 600 million doses have been administered so far. Yes, that's more than one for every person in the entire country. And that roughly equates to about 600,000 deaths in the USA and counting. Worldwide, with over 12 billion, you heard that right, 12 billion doses administered, we have likely seen around 12 million deaths so far. More conservative estimates put that number at 5 million rather than 12 million, but in either case, it's in the millions globally. Why the deaths are going to continue to climb even if the vaccines are halted right now. Importantly, we know that post-vaccine deaths are disturbed, distributed over time. While a few people die in the first 48 hours, many deaths are taking place many months or even a year or two after the vaccine injections. Why is this happening? Our laboratory tests on vaccine clots may provide meaningful answers. Thanks to the efforts of Dr. Jane Ruby and embalmer Richard Hirschman, who, who were able to get me post-vaccine clot samples for laboratory analysis. By the way, uh, Mike Adams is a chemist. Uh, laboratory analysis, we have been able to establish several shocking facts about these clots. Now, let me tell you these facts that they found. Fact number one. The clots grow larger over time inside the body's circulatory system. This means they are self-assembling systems, bio-machinery. Fact two, as they grow larger, they accumulate or harvest certain elements from the circulating blood supply. Via ICP-MS laboratory testing, we have conclusively shown that 10 aluminum and sodium are being harvested from the blood and incorporated into the structures of the clots. Fact three, as the clots grow, they take up more space in the blood vessels. At first, the live blood simply flows around the clots, but clots may be dislodged during rigorous physical activity, such as jogging or playing soccer, or the clots may at some point achieve a 100% blockage of an artery resulting in a, quote, died suddenly event. Importantly, it appears that these clots take many months or even a year or two to grow to sufficient size to fully block blood vessels and arteries. Okay, this is why we're seeing over a thousand athletes, particularly in soccer or football, wherever you are in the world, dropping dead suddenly, baffling doctors. This means the deaths observed so far are only a fraction of the deaths yet to come. Many people who took these jabs, in other words, are ticking time bombs of inevitable cardiovascular blockage and deaths. It's only a matter of time before the clots grow larger enough to halt blood flow. Once blood flow to the brain is halted, death ensues in a matter of a few minutes. This is important. These are not blood clots. And anti-clotting drugs do nothing to resolve these clots. To our knowledge, there is no known cure to dissolve or remove these clots from the cardiovascular system yet. I will say yet, okay? I believe in the human species. I believe in people finding cures for stuff we never thought we would. So I would not lose hope after that sentence. I, I, I really do believe that uh, they'll figure something out to flush it out. I, I really do. We have interviewed physicians who have attempted to treat these clots with powerful anti-clotting medications such as um, heparin, and these drugs achieve nothing. That's because these clots are not blood clots. They are elastic, rugged biostructures that resemble the strength and texture of rubber bands. 
I have manipulated these clots under a lab mat under a lab macros a lab microscope. I demonstrated the shocking the shocking strength and resilience of these clot structures. Again, they are not blood clots. They are strong, rubbery-like protein protein biostructures that absolutely do not belong in the human body. Here's a picture of it if you're looking at Spotify. But again, in a previous episode um, with um, uh, the man in in the UK, uh, uh, John O'Looney, um, who is discovering this in tons of tons of people, and he's seeing more and more kids dead than he's ever seen in his life, more than he's ever seen in the past 15 years of his life which is his entire time working. Uh, it looks like uh, it's in a jar and it looks like almost like um, like a squid with ten. It's weird. It's just like a pile of like rubber bands almost. So under a microscope, they look like that, which is nothing like a blood clot. In addition, as we have conclusively shown via ICPMS lab tests, these clots are almost completely lacking the key elements of life that would be present in blood, such as iron, magnesium, and potassium. Post-vaccine clot deaths are likely to continue mounting for years to come. What all this means is that post-vaccine clot deaths are going to continue mounting for years to come as the clots expand in size inside people's bodies. While one in 1,000 people may be dead already, there could conceivably be another nine in 1,000 who are going to die from clots as they continue to expand, reaching perhaps 10 in 1,000 who ultimately die or one in 100. Again, don't freak we invent shit that nobody ever thought we would. In other words, in a world where 12 billion vaccine injections have been administered, we could see 120 million deaths or more. The thing is, we don't yet know. In what percentage of vaccine recipients the clots are growing, how quickly the clots are growing, whether the clots ever stop growing, or what causes them to stop, whether anything can reverse the clot growth and reduce or eliminate the clots. There are plenty of theories on all these questions, but to my knowledge, we don't have anything conclusive yet. The situation is worsened by the fact that the entire medical establishment outright refuses to even acknowledge the existence of these clots, nor will they admit to link, will admit to any link whatsoever between vaccines and excess mortality. Thus, the genocidal cover-up continues, and people will continue to die for years to come. Thanks, Bill Gates. COVID vaccines have created a vaccine holocaust that's only going to get worse. Given up to 12 million deaths right now, we are already seeing holocaust-scale mass death from these vaccines. This vaccine holocaust is going to get far worse. Where the Nazi holocaust reportedly claimed the lives of 6 million victims, this vaccine holocaust could, could conceivably kill 60 million or even 10 times that over time. Consider this when you see media reports touting annual mRNA injections now being ramped up by the vaccine manufacturers. They want to hit you with one of these shots every year until you die, which we said on this podcast before. Anybody gullible enough to keep taking these clot shots will surely die sooner than they had imagined, especially when they stupidly believe the shots were protecting them rather than exterminating them. And you can you can go uh, listen to the uh, a few podcasts ago about the case for depopulation with proof. Global depopulation, it turns out, has been remarkably easy to achieve. They didn't need mass ovens, prison camps, and a shooting war with the people. All they needed was to release a bioweapon and scare people into taking death shots, uh, and euthanasia-labeled vaccines, and wait for the gullible masses to line up and take the jabs. Some groups, such as LGBT, have achieved over 95% vaccine compliance and are begging for even more vaccine due to monkeypox. We have no problem with that. We think we're just about freedom of choice on this podcast. We don't care what your choice is. We really don't. We just care about having the option of two or more choices. Mandates, never, ever. Have achieved 95% uh, vaccine compliance and are begging for even more vaccines due to monkeypox. This particular demographic, as you can tell, might not have a future on planet Earth, which I hope is not true, obviously, since they are limiting themselves from the planet. But the same is also true for many church groups, conservatives, and medical professionals who we're gullible enough to take these jabs. That's why so many doctors are falling dead, are falling over dead in recent months. And there's a whole lot more of that yet to be witnessed, which brings me to the whistleblower that has reached out to me and given me some documents that are crazy, 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 crazy. So um, I played uh, one of the previous episodes or podcasts was whistleblower uh, or Fox News and then a whistleblower from the military talking about the community vaccines and actually not being allowed to be mandatory, even though they are mandated because it didn't follow the guidelines for it to be a mandate. Okay. 
So before I get into that, we love freedom of choice. We love freedom. Okay. The, the biggest test, if you are down with freedom, especially freedom of speech is if you can handle your enemies that you disagree with to have a platform. So it doesn't matter whether you like people like Andrew Tate or not. Okay. Who was deplatformed today? Just suddenly, like people are dying suddenly. It's not about that. If you, if, if you have rationalized in your head that it's okay to take someone's platform away, then you just simply don't believe the freedom of speech. Yeah. Okay. Don't just jump to, okay. Inciting violence saying I'm going to kill it. That's not what he's doing. That's not what he's doing. Okay. Is he controversial? Yes. But is he doing anything worse than like our current president and politicians are doing telling everyone to get these shots and all of a sudden they're dying. Are we joking here? I mean, come on, if you think about that, especially if you're in the US where freedom of speech is, is a founding principle of this nation state and you are down with taking these people's voices away, don't say you're down for freedom of speech, that's fine, but you're more closer to the CCP than to America, which is fine, again, you should have that option, cool. But I am so adamant about freedom of speech, I don't agree with Andrew Tate and a lot of stuff, but that guy should be able to talk. And you know what? I don't need to listen to him. I could filter out what I want to listen to. And then I can listen to whatever I, or I cannot listen to what I don't want to listen to. It's very simple. Freedom of speech is paramount. Now talking about the military, I got sent this guy that is about the COVID vaccine exemption guidance for medical and religious exemptions, which basically is like, you can't get exemptions. And then there's a frequently asked question section. This is sick. This must have been written by Pfizer, by Pfizer and Moderna, and it's totally coercion. Frequently asked questions. One, if a service member received the first vaccination of Moderna but not the second vaccination, can they receive the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine? Should it be one or two doses? An exceptional situation in which the mRNA vaccine product given for the first, do can, first dose cannot be determined or is no longer available. Any available mRNA COVID-19 vaccine may be administered at a minimum interval of 28 days between doses to complete the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine series. Okay, I played this in a previous podcast. I don't know which one, but it was Dr. McCullough saying, these are not natural medical economics at play. In what world, in competition, do we say, okay, yeah, take one of theirs, one of ours, one of theirs, one of the, no, no competition whatsoever. Just totally like they're the same company. That is not natural. That's not, that's not natural market forces. That's totally not normal. I mean, do, like, do you hear like Burger King saying, yeah, get our fries from here and then go to McDonald's and get our burger? No. No, there's collusion here, okay? That's a red flag. Just try and take a step back and think about that. Number two, <laughs> here's where it gets sick. What should the, uh, what should, should the MTF, which is, I, I don't know, some sort of manager of something like that, do if a service member refuses to get the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, um, the MPF has in their inventory which one was hand prior to Pfizer receiving FDA approval and only agrees to receive the community vaccine. The answer, educate the member that both are the same product. What? What? It gets worse. It gets so much worse. Here we go. Understand how to engage a patient about the requested exemption. Understand they may be hesitancy present. Utilize motivation interview techniques, a client-centered yet direct approach for facilitating change by helping people to resolve ambivalence and find intrinsic reason, reasons for making needed behavioral change. Originally designed for people with substance use disorders, motivational interviewing is now broadly applied in healthcare, psychotherapy, correctional, and counseling settings. It is particularly applicable when low intrinsic motivation for change is an obstacle. Rather than advocating for and suggesting methods for change, this approach seeks to elicit the client's own goals and values and motivation for change and to negotiate appropriate methods for achieving it. See also motivational enhancement therapy. Step one, embrace an attitude of empathy and collaboration. Be compassionate, show empathy, and be genuinely curious about the reasons why the patient feels the way they do. Be sensitive to culture, family dynamics, and circumstances that may influence how patients view vaccines. Remember, arguing and debating do not work. What? What do you mean do not work? What, what do we have an agenda here that they got to get jabbed? Huh? Taking a strong initial stand may also backfire, especially with people who have concerns about the vaccines. So what do we do? Why don't we go to step two? Motivational interviewing. 
ask the patient a scaled question. For example, on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to get a COVID-19 vaccine? One, never 10 already have an appointment to get vaccinated. Then explore both sides of whatever number is given. Example, let's assume someone says four. This is where curiosity comes in. You could say, okay, why four? And why not a lower number? Let them answer and ask a follow-up question like, what would help you move to a five or six? What the fuck is going on here? Are we Okay, again, it's established by every health institution and physician worldwide that this has nothing to do with stopping the spread. And the only way a mandate should ever be imposed is if something's going to spread and turn into a pandemic. It's not to be Jesus Christ, the savior, whoever, I don't know, Moses or Noah in his ark coming and saying, hey, we don't want you to get really bad symptoms. So we're going to force you to take this. There's never been a world where that's normal. Okay. Think about that. It had to backtrack there because obviously it didn't work, but that is not a valid reason for a mandate. The whole point of a mandate is to stop spread. We know it doesn't stop the spread. That's real science. We know that. We know that. That's in every study. Every study. This isn't a secret. Go to the CDC website. Hi. The goal, what's the goal? The goal is to help the patient become more open to moving toward higher numbers. In other words, getting vaccinated. Wow, it's imperative they get vaccinated. It doesn't stop the spread, but we care so much about our military. We care about our troops so much, even though they're the most fit and in shape people in the world, in like the Navy and the Air Force and all this stuff, we need to convince them and coerce them into getting vaccinated. That is literally violation of number one of the Nuremberg Code. You want them to talk about this out loud because talking actually changes how they process their choices and can develop uh, forward momentum. People hesitant about vaccines usually have more practice explaining why they haven't gotten vaccinated, so it's good to reverse that. Ask them to express their vaccination benefits out loud. Be compassionate and curious about the patient's mixed feelings, both the part of them that wants to trust that getting a vaccine is important and safe and the other part that feels hesitant. It is important to show support for the patient to incorporate their personal values and the health needs of their family and community as they make their decision. I mean, this is crazy. It's sick. Now, I want to get into the other document he leaked to me, which is a fantastic document. So if you're listening, man and woman, whoever you are, gender binary, great work. So in that previous episode where I played the um, the, comer- the call with Pfizer about the community vaccine not actually being FDA approved so that it can't be mandated. So it's illegally, it's a bioweapon being attacked on our military and our troops. No big deal. Hey, huge deal, by the way. He said, she said, they said, gender binary said that uh, footnote number whatever is one that hasn't been covered. So let me read that for you. CDC website, Immunization Information System, COVID-19 Vaccine-Related Codes with a link to the cdc.gov website, so the COVID-19-related codes. Prior to June 2022, the CDC's vaccine codes and crosswalk reported that both licensed products, Comirnaty and Spike Vax, as, quote, products are not orderable at this time. In In June 2022, Comirnaty and spike vax availability changed to quote will not be manufactured and quote will not be manufactured at this time since august 2021 only eua products were ever able to serve were ever available to service members and were the products unlawfully issued to service members as quote mandatory this is another proof of violation on our military. We should be protecting our the troops. My God, we say that we care about them and we love their courage and that we stand up before football games to the Star Spangled Banner, but yet what? We don't care that, that a bioweapon has been unleashed on them unlawfully? This person's not related to that other person's call. These are independent people that are active duty proving the same thing. I think that's an antidote, right? I mean, and and there's more proof in this document 
such as from the time Dr. Long wrote this statement to the date of this memo, Dr. Long's comment about comirnaty's and recently Spikevax availability is a true statement per the CDC describing the change before and after June 2022. It is also important to note that Judge Allen Windsor, Northern District of Florida, Pensacola Division, on the November 12, 2021, ruled against the DOD's position in FDA's claim and determined that the unavailable FDA-licensed vaccines under their commercial names and the shots currently and only available under EUA are, in fact, not interchangeable. And then with a summary of the ruling. Again, how far do we have to go? Time and time again, we keep proving corruption at the highest level and clearly a bioweapon attack that clearly seems like it's probably the CCP who's getting ready to enter their wartime economy where all of a sudden Walmart is ordering less inventory because there's going to be less demand all of a sudden. Hmm. Why? Is that a mixture of people losing all of their money because of the engineered economic collapse? And is that also because hmm, maybe they're dead or, or, or injured? No, dead. Just like the hypothesis we had in one of the previous episodes of why is every single business understaffed? Why can't people find a job or why, why can't they hire people? Oh, because they went with this quote mystical employer, except the mystical employer doesn't exist. And really there's millions of people that either died or have been vaccine injured. Maybe that hypothesis is true. Maybe we should look into that. Maybe we should ask questions for the everyday people. What do you think? Is it important to get these answers? Is it important to look into these facts? I mean, you got what's going on in Australia right now, the beta tests for what's coming everywhere else of the digital ID implementation of the central bank digital currency. They're making like 250, coffin, 250 square foot, 400 square foot coffin apartments that people are voluntarily signing up for. And then you could only, if you don't vaccinate yourself, like every six months mandatory, then your social credit score is too low. And then you can only get limited food or you can't go too far outside your house, 45 minutes, go search it, search, search the riots and people fighting back, but they lost their guns. They, they, they now can't protect themselves against tyranny. I'm not a gun guy. I'm not a political guy. I'm apolitical pro-human. That's it. I have no political views. I can't. I'm apolitical. It's impossible. And so to learn that guns and being strapped is for tyranny, not for ducks and like it's to protect against the government because the founding fathers knew in America that that has happened every single time in history, pretty much. That's why that's such a big deal. And Australia is saying, hey, guys, Americans, remember who the fuck you were. And that's what I'm trying to do on this. And I'd be curious. And, I, and the, look at the UK. The UK has fallen. The UK is done. If you're in the UK, I love you and all, but it's, it's, it, you guys are, the, the, the European Union is falling before the US and Canada is also falling before the US. But we got to stand by these people, man. We got, we're all on the same team. You know, just because someone's in Great Britain, someone's in Australia, someone's in the US, doesn't mean any difference. If it happens somewhere first before the other, it doesn't fucking matter. Okay. We're all on the same team. We're all peasants. None of us have Klaus Schwab's phone number. None of us are pro eugenics. Okay. We're just not. None of us are political. We're just not. We want what's best for people because we like people. Things have been going well, but we're seeing deglobalization at work, which is causing friction in the economy mixed with a truly intentionally engineered economic collapse that we're going to see famines like we've never seen before. And I really, really, I highly implore you to listen to the podcast a few, a few podcasts ago about the food crisis worse than I thought. I mean, incredible, incredibly interesting stuff. So we need to start getting prepared now. I mean, it's imminent. I mean, it's happening. Okay. We're in it. There's no more avoiding this stuff, but we can better prepare. And then we can also fight back in this fourth turning and create better structures. We need to rebuild the system from the ground up. We need to, the political system has failed. It worked for a while, but it ain't working now. We all know it's exposed. It's time to rebuild these institutions differently. It's time to implement apolitical values. And it's time to bring the people together. But the only way we do that is if we double down on independent media and spread the truth. Even though what they're trying to do is they're trying to make Alex Jones, whether you like him or not, we don't care. They're saying specifically in the courtroom that he is patient zero for 
quote, alternative media. Well, we are alternative media. So you know what? CNN and all you guys, you guys are committing crimes against fucking humanity every single day. We're doing the right thing. So don't be telling alternative media what to do. You guys are the most unethical pieces of shit out there. You guys are killing people intentionally. We're trying to protect them. The people know who's doing the right thing and who's not. People aren't dumb. People are fucking smart. People want to be free. People want to be left the hell alone. So we're going to get through this. But a lot of people have been asking me a lot of the questions we, we, we looked into today. I'm going to have more information tomorrow. We're going to keep going with this. I think that's pretty good for this podcast. Um, and uh, of course, if you have any questions, reach out to me. Leave, leave any, you know, leave comments. Uh, you can check out on Rumble. The, the, the video is still, my, my account is still Ownership Economy. I'll change to the Jonathan Cogan show, but it's Ownership Economy. Or you can just simply go to anchor.fm forward slash JSK for Jonathan Scott Cogan. I am your host. This is the Jonathan Cogan Show. If you enjoy what we're doing here and you give that, that a five-star review, that'd be really dope because it helps us with the rankings and reaching other people. If you hate what we do, never listen to me again. And um, if you don't want to do any of that, we still love you because we love you for who you are. You know, we don't try and control you. We don't need power over you. I could barely control myself. I just want you to be free because selfishly, I want to be free. So we need to be free. All right, everybody. Have an amazing day, amazing afternoon, amazing night. If you're having a bad day or a bad night, just know tomorrow will be better. You are loved. And um, listen, this fight, this fight's on. And uh, there's no doubt in my soul that we're going to win. There's no doubt in my soul that we're going to win. But we must come together. Please share. Send to people who need to be wakened up. Maybe we're going to get through to them. I'm trying to communicate in a different way, in an apolitical way, so that we can wake people up. Because I think a lot of people get distracted by the polarization of, of political values of the Republicans and Democrats, independents and whatever you are, conservative, liberal. We aren't any of that. We are literally coming from a genuine apolitical standpoint. And I think through that lens, we can reach more people. So it's honest and it's true to myself being apolitical, but I also think that communication style will reach more people successfully. So share it, share it, share the pod, rate the pod. And uh, really, I appreciate being in your ear on your speaker, wherever I am. And um, have an amazing, amazing day, amazing night. And uh, I love you. I love you. Be you and stay free. God bless.